Welcome to Bloom Darling Podcast. Life will eat you alive if you don't master it. Bloom Darling is a podcast that celebrates the struggles of womanhood and sisterhood while revealing how to bloom and thrive in this journey we call life. Welcome to the first episode of Bloom Darling. I'm so excited to share my thoughts, my opinions, and myself with all of you. Today's first episode is called You Matter. With the pandemic going around and people being in a place of chaos and emotional distress, there was no better time for me to talk about mental health, to talk about ways to support one another, especially with so many of us um, at home. And so I wanted to reach out, talk to you all, and encourage you. And so Bloom Darling really came out of a place of um, having inspiration and sharing with so many people and really wanting to reach more people. And when I think about um, the word bloom, I really think about growth. Um, And I think about in different seasons of life being able to thrive and flourish. And I think about women being able to uplift and encourage and support other women. And I think back in my life And there's so many women that lifted me up and encouraged me and really shaped me into the woman that I am today. And so knowing that and just knowing how many women don't have anybody to encourage and uplift them, I thought it was needed and important to create a space or a place where women could uplift and encourage other women. And so throughout the course of my podcast. You'll have different women coming and sharing their ideas, their thoughts, their opinions, their life, and how they've conquered and really made it through some of the struggles of life. And so today we'll start with kind of just my love letter to you all. Um, You matter. Whether you are in a good place or not, Um, it's important to take care of yourself, especially in a place where many of us are at home and hopefully in a safe, healthy, and happy place. It's important to really put yourself first and take care of your well-being. And that's mentally, that's emotionally, that's physically, that's spiritually, that's your whole well-being. Um, Taking care of your soul is just as important as taking care of your physical body. And there are a few ways that I'm encouraging you to take care of yourself. The first is taking some time that's technology-free. That means staying away from the internet, social media, YouTube, even the TV. Just taking a break, taking a space to really kind of find yourself, be at peace with yourself, and just avoid all the messages that come from technology. It's so easy to be constantly connected, especially if you are just at home, but that can be overwhelming and draining. That is a really quick way to get lost, to make yourself anxious and really to make yourself more distressed. So setting aside, I would say time each day to be tech-free will be helpful to you. It will be helpful to your whole well-being and that mental space. The next thing that I think is helpful in kind of taking care of yourself is exercising. Whatever that means for you, I'm not an exercise fanatic yet, but I think it is important to take care of your body. So whether it's, you know, you're working on sit-ups or push-ups, you're going for a run, 
I've been walking my puppy every day and kind of that's been something that's been good. Going out every morning, afternoon, late evening, and just spending time with nature um, with my puppy and seeing the world through her eyes. It's pretty amazing. And so if you do have kids, this is a really good time to connect with them and like how do they see, you know, the grass? How do they see the world outside of the four walls of your home, especially in a time where they're trapped inside for so long? I think it's also important to do something that you enjoy, whether it's writing in a journal, playing music, connecting with your loved ones, playing some board games. Do something that you enjoy. I've been trying to teach my husband some card games in my family. When we have cookouts during the summer, we're really big on playing card games like Pity Pad and Spit. And so he's never heard of these games. He claims I'm making them up. So I'm teaching him these games. And the hopes that, you know, we can play them, we can um, have fun with them. So that's something that I kind of enjoy. But whatever you choose to do kind of with your time, I think the most important thing is to find a place of peace. Peace apart from what's on the TV, what's on the news, what other people are telling you, whoever's got that friend in the government, that friend at the Pentagon that everybody secretly has that's giving them all the information to really, you know, tune all that out and yourself find a place of peace. Find whatever your hope is and whatever's going to keep you grounded in this time because the world's constantly going to change. Things are going to, you know, go up and down. You know, this is going to finish and then years later there will be something else. And so you need to find whatever it is that's going to keep you, you know, peaceful despite what the outside circumstances or situations are. And for me, that's my faith. That's a major part of who I am that kind of keeps me grounded when everybody else is in distress, when everybody else is freaking out. You know, it's kind of my why as to me staying calm on me staying in a place of peace. And so that's something that I encourage you all to do. And if you're really kind of anxious and stressed, you know, take a step back, take a step to kind of just breathe and don't hold all of that in. talk to someone, get some help, because this is a time where so many people feel alone. They feel unsafe. They feel stressed and overwhelmed. And that's normal. It's okay to not be okay but it's not okay to stay in that place. It's important that you work hard to kind of move out of that place and move towards a place of constant peace, okay? And so when I think about the reasons why you matter, because so many people question that and they're like, I don't matter, I'm not important. If I died, nobody would care about me. So first I wanna say that you matter and your worth isn't in anybody else. It's not in what somebody can say or what you can do for somebody or how fit your body is or who you're dating, who your relationship with, or how much money you have. Your worth is just in you as a human. You are worthy and you're worth everything, always, all days. That first and foremost you need to know and understand. I've heard horror stories of people being fired, people being let go, people, you know, thinking that their job is their whole life. And then in the matter of an instant, they are jobless. And so first, you were not your job. That's something to think about and consider. You are not what you physically do. The place that you go daily or weekly or regularly, monthly to work, that's not 
where your worth is tied. Yes, jobs are important parts of our lives, but they should not be everything. Your job might see you as expendable. When things get tough, it might be like, hey, we're letting you go. And you could have been there 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years. And your job doesn't have to be and shouldn't be your whole life. You're more than just what you do. And I think this is a good time for everybody to reevaluate, hey, like, what, what do I mean to myself? What is my worth to myself? Why am I important to myself? Just take the time to kind of reflect and process through that. Because I think it's easy to look at external circumstances and to measure our worth by kind of what we see as opposed to what's on our inside and how we feel positively about ourselves. You're also not your finances. Money seems to drive so much in our world, especially in the United States. It seems to be a driving force as to how people feel about their security, about their life, about really themselves as a whole. But you are not your finances. Some people in this time, they're really struggling financially. And first, it's not your fault. Nobody could really predict that it's going to go the way that it's going and for how long um, the pandemic is really going to impact us. It's not your fault for your financial situation based on this pandemic, okay? It's not your fault if you lost your job. You're, you're not a genie. You can't make predictions for this, okay? But what you can do is choose how you're going to move forward, and I think that's the most important thing. And some ways to move forward is to set some goals, to really think about looking forward. How do you want to move? How do you want to live? Who do you want to be as a result of what you know now and knowing how things can really change in an instant in this world? And so I think some of the most beneficial and helpful things that you can do is set some goals. Set some relationship goals. It's so easy to kind of um, think about when everything's good, where you want to be. But when you're in a challenging situation, who do you want to be? So for relationships, think about your family, you know, your extended family, your immediate family. Who do you want to be? If you're a mother, you know, what type of mother do you want to be for your kids after this, during this? What do you want to be kind of in your romantic relationships with your family, with your parents, with your friends, with your siblings? Do you want to have those deep and meaningful relationships where, you know, even if you don't see your family members, you're still able to kind of love and support them? Even if you don't see that romantic partner, you know, what is your relationship built on? How is your relationship founded? Is it able to function and survive? through this? How are you able to thrive in your relationships in every season, not just in a particular season? Then I think about financial goals. Um, and I think specifically, you know, I'm a teacher. Um, I teach high school English and I have a second job. I teach college English at night. Um, and so lots of, lots of English, lots of teaching, but I think about my financial goals and I think about in this time, how many people throw those financial goals out of the window. They panic and they stress by, I, I don't understand the toilet paper kind of fiasco that's happening across the United States where people are just buying toilet paper. You know, if anything, I, I would buy soap, I guess, if I was stress buying. Um, but that displaces so many people who, you know, 
they need those things, not just buying in excess, but they need those things. And I think people are going and maxing out credit cards. They're going to banks and they're trying to pull out like $40,000 in cash. And it's like, that's insane. People are clearing out their life savings just in case of something happen, um, happening. And I feel like if you have goals, then you don't need to stress you don't need to panic, especially if you have financial goals. Um, one thing that I think is important is having an emergency fund, you know, having money in place that when life happens, when the unexpected happens, that you have money there just in case. It's money that, you know, it's just there to be saved and you touch it if there's a dire situation, but it's not just there for fun. And I think so many people going out are making choices financially that are going to impact them long term. And then it's going to be hard for them to get out of that kind of place. And so make those choices financially to, you know, maintain yourself in this time, not to create debt, not to kind of end up with negative in your bank account, not to end up um, broke and a joke, but make smart choices. And if you've been kind of let go from a job or you're having financial struggles as a result of this, there are resources um, out there to help you. And I think in particular, Maryland has been a really good state, and I can't speak to every state, but Maryland's been a good state to support and help people who have, um, as a result of the pandemic, become unemployed, who have just had financial difficulty. And so check with kind of your governor, check with the resources available to you locally um, and in your state to support you if you are having financial troubles. I know there are places where they are um, deferring, you know, mortgage payments and rent payments. So really take a look at kind of your finances and see where you have some leeway, see what companies, um, you know, you can get some flexibility with, whether it's your car insurance, whatever, really take the time to go through those bills and process through ways that you can save money or places where they can aid you um, and, and maybe supporting you and paying your bills. Going back to relationships, one thing that I think um, it would be bad as if you're making choices in this time romantically that will impact you negatively for the rest of your life. Um, and so one, you know, if you have an ex and you broke up with them prior to this, let them stay an ex. Don't revisit them. Um, don't use someone as a crutch in this time to just fill those needs, those physical needs, um, those sexual needs, because what you do now, you know, it will impact you later on. And so if you are, you know, using somebody as a warm body in this time, you're using someone to kind of alleviate that stress. One, you know, you're not showing yourself the worth that you deserve. And two, you know, if it was not something that you were happy or pleased with prior to this, don't just go back to it for comfort. You deserve more. That person deserves more. And it's really wise now to make choices that you'll be happy with, you'll be satisfied with later on. And that leads me to thinking about short-term and long-term goals. 
as we're talking about goal setting, short-term goals in this time are important because that can be, what am I doing this week? How am I going to survive this week? What am I doing this day? Today, my goal is to do the laundry. Today, my goal is to check on the status of this bill. Today, my goal is to contact the unemployment office. Really coming up with step-by-step short-term goals can help you to alleviate stress and take things one step at a time, one day at a time. You don't need to kind of plan out your whole month, um, especially with the kind of unknown in this time. I think you really have to focus on those short-term goals and just kind of making progress each day and each week um, as we get information new from states and nationally, globally. It's not something that you should feel pressured on to make those long-term goals. I do think long-term goals are important. I think in this time, long-term goals can be things that no matter what situation you're in, you feel like there's something that you can achieve. It's important to make achievable goals as opposed to um, unrealistic goals that you know, hey, if this changes, if that changes, then it's this isn't a realistic goal. This isn't something that I can do. So, Long-term goals in this time would be, hey, hey, you know, I lost a job. Like, I want to find a new job. That's something that I can realistically do. Or, hey, I, you know, am really working on, you know, rebuilding my emergency fund after I had to use part of it to cover this bill. That That's realistic. So you want to come up with realistic goals kind of during this time. Or I want to start a new hobby you know, as a result of this. And after things calm down, my new hobby is going to be playing the guitar. I need to save up, you know, and I'll be able to purchase a a guitar and then I can play it. That's something to kind of process through your long-term goals. Again, long-term goals, they need to be achievable. And they also should be something, I think, a combination between something you desire and want to do and maybe some things that you need to do, some things that are necessary for you to take care of. For me, when I achieve a goal, I'm like, yes, I handled that. I feel really good when I achieve a goal. Um, I think when you come up with unrealistic goals, they can have the opposite effect and they can really cause you to feel frustrated or sad or really annoyed at yourself. And I feel that kind of, I want to be in this amazing place financially. I want to have no college debt. I want to be debt free, Um, but life happens. And so I have to be gracious with myself and say, these are my goals, but I'm going to be flexible with my methods and know that When something comes up that is unexpected and that's completely out of my control, I still love myself. I'm still worthy. I'm still positive. I'm doing my very best every single day. And that's enough. That is okay. And so that's one of my goal setting kind of focuses is to know what you're going to do and to say, like, I'm going to accomplish this. Set your goals. Set your time frame. And then be flexible if the unexpected comes because you can't always expect the unexpected. You might be able to say, well, something might happen, but you don't always know what. And that's okay. And with all that kind of thinking through 
relationships, whether they're family, friends, romantic, and kind of goal setting, it's important to not let a season disrupt your lifetime. Don't let the choices that you make right now disrupt the rest of your life. If you make poor financial choices now, you will be working to fix them for days and years to come. If you make poor relationship choices, it's going to take time to rebuild, repair, you know, and restore the relationships if you mess them up. Or even yourself, if you don't take care of yourself emotionally, mentally, or physically, it's going to take time to fix and rebuild and repair and restore yourself. And so it's really important to make those wise choices, not just for you, but for future you, for you in a few days, a few weeks, a few years, you know, you you should think about in this time, you know, how every major choice and those minor choices are going to impact you next week. If I don't exercise today, you know, how am I going to feel tomorrow? If I'm eating junk food all this week, how is that impacting my mental health? How is that impacting my joy, my happiness? And that's something that I feel like is missing as people are panicking. Um, They're really missing the mark on taking care of yourself for now and for later. Because the choices you make now are directly connected to the position that you will be in later on. And as I kind of reflect on this time, um, I appreciate all the support that I've had. I'm thankful for kind of being a teacher in Maryland and just how supportive um, the school systems have been, how supportive family members and friends have been in this time, kind of checking in. And I've seen amazing things where people are supporting each other financially. They're getting groceries. They're really working hard to take care of those that they love. And so if that's something that kind of inspires you, work to do something nice for the people around you. It doesn't have to be major. It doesn't have to be at the risk of yourself. It could be, you know, making a video and sending someone that could be writing them, you know, an email, a letter. It could be something small, but that can make a huge impact on somebody else's life later on. And I think it's so important in this time, like remember to love. Yes, People's safety are at risk. People are dying. But at the end of the day, people are going to remember how you loved them. They're going to remember how you supported them, how you cared for them, how you showed up and the kind of person that you were, even in the midst of the craziness of the world, even in the midst of a pandemic. And so to kind of close out and think through what I've shared with you, you know, what kind of person are you even in the midst of a pandemic? And I think the first is you are a person that matters always, all days, every single second. And you matter even if the government, the society, your finances, your friends, your family, even if they don't see it, you still matter. Even if you don't see that right now, you matter. You are important. You are not expendable. You are not your job. You're not your finances, okay? You matter, you're worthy, and you are important despite what is going on around you. 
Find a place of peace. Set some short-term and long-term goals. Focus on yourself and your mental health. Okay? That's the end of this first podcast, and I appreciate you all listening. I'm going to come back in two weeks and share um, some updates, talk about a new topic, and check in with all of you. Thank you for joining. Goodbye.